0: All right, hey, everybody, welcome back to another Profitable Entrepreneur podcast episode. Today, I want to talk about pivots that we are making in our business to recession-proof it. Um, I think this is a pretty important conversation to be having. Um, I think that, um, you know, I I just wrapped up a strategic advisory session with my clients in my high-level program, And a big topic, actually the main topic and focus for today's session, was about really setting ourselves up to have success in a recession. So, if your head has not been in the sand, then uh, you know that we are coming into and coming up upon a recession. It just is what it is. It's life cycle. It's normal. Nothing to freak out about. But we do need to make pivots, and we do need to prepare. And so, for the last probably three or so weeks, I've spent. Um, a lot of my coaching time and a lot of my um, advisory time with my clients focused on the, the preparation and the preventatives and the pivots that we can be making uh, to recession-proof our businesses to not only survive a recession, but to thrive. And so, um, you know, rather you're someone who is taking this seriously and paying attention or you're not. Um, it doesn't make this conversation any less needed uh, or any less valuable. It absolutely every single leader that you are looking up to right now should weeks ago started talking about this with you. Um, this should be something that whoever you're following, whoever you're inspired by, whoever you uh, you are looking up to in business, um, if they're not already starting to talk about this, um, that's a real red flag. Um, this should already be a conversation. Um, especially if you are in any paid mentorship mastermind or coaching program, um, this weeks ago should have been something that has your, you know, mentor, your coach, uh, should have already been talking to you guys about. Um, like I said, this is probably the third or fourth week. I have been talking about this with my clients. Um, and we're really just focusing everything around making sure that you are set up for success um, and I think that that's just critical for all of you guys to know. So I'm really happy and honored to be able to bring a little bit of this to you guys here on the podcast. So thank you for tuning in. Um, all right, so um, let's go ahead and talk about, I wanted to share, There's, I mean, there's a lot of different things that we're doing, but I really want to talk about the five absolute, non-negotiable, most important pivots that we've already started. We've already started making these in the business and my clients are working on these now. Um, And so want to bring these to you guys. Um, Number one, and I really, really am going to encourage you to write these things down and then actually go start implementing them. Uh, Number one, we are pivoting, and this isn't even a pivot because we do this in general. We are a client first, client success business. And basically what that means is, the two decades I've been in business, my 100% focus has been on client success, not just on my success. Um, I put a huge, huge amount of time, money, and energy um, supporting my clients and setting them up for success. Obviously, that's as far as I can take it, the rest is up to them, but we work really, really, really hard to do that. Um, And we're working even harder now to look at how can we do this even better, where can we improve, um, how can we get ahead of the curve that's around the corner, um, and so one of the things I think is really critical is looking at and just putting a hyper focus on your client success, Rather you have one client or you have one thousand clients. Um, you want to actually, as of like weeks ago, months ago, forever, always you want to be putting more focus on your clients having success than focusing on your own sales goals, right? Um, I see this a lot with entrepreneurs. They're flashing around these million dollar automated course launches that they're having. Um, A lot of those people that go through those courses come to me and they're like, yeah, it was great. I learned a thing or two, but like, I'm looking for some transformation. Like I'm looking for some big results. And when we talk with them, it's like, yeah, got a couple little things, but like, you know, what's the next thing I'm ready for, it, right? So um, one of the things that we focus on is creating a client for life. And um, what I mean by that is our clients are with us for anywhere from one to five years. And during that time, they are having steady, consistent progress and they're having epic results and transformations and breakthroughs in their business, in their life, in their mindset, in their, all the things, right? Um, part of this And I don't want to get too deep into this but you just want to be looking at how are you setting your clients up for success and making it really easy for them to come in to your your program or services consume the most important and only things that they need to to generate a result preferably one transformation you provide not a hundred and implement your step-by-step process easily, quickly, and confidently on their own. And I have plenty of podcasts around client codependency, structuring your programs to do this, if you need more information on that, or if that's something that you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, how do you do that? Um, I want to get through the five things today. So if you want to learn more about that, just screen the previous podcast. I have a whole bunch on how to structure your program, so that it provides a client for life, so that it sets your clients up for success, repeatable progress, repeatable results, even long after they're gone, all the things. Um, But you want your clients to be able to come in and get a, not several, but a transformation at least. Um, You want them to be able to implement, consume and implement a step-by-step actual proven system. So, you know, something that you've created, as a way to get a client from A to B or A to Z. Um, And it's proven. It works. You've done it. You've put multiple clients through it. You've gone through it and it works. Um, You want to look at the organization of that content. A lot of people focus on the content, but the organization of it actually matters more because you can have a great set of content. You can have awesome content. I'm not impressed by that at all because if somebody can't get through it and they can't, consume it and implement it and actually get a result from your content, then your content's pointless. Um, And so you want to be making sure that it's also organized in a way that is step-by-step, one thing leads to the next, Um, it creates a full circle result, and your client can actually consume it quickly, implement it easily on their own. They don't need you holding their hand and being on the microphone, walking them through step by step by step by step by step every single way where they can't get out of bed and stop watching Netflix if you don't do that. Like you need to create client uh, independency, not client codependency. So you want to be looking, number one, you've already worked really hard to get your clients. You want to keep those clients, right? You want them to renew. You want them to um, refer other amazing clients to you. You want them to ascend into your next level programs and higher level tiers of offers that you have. Um, You want them to um, give you amazing referrals um, and also testimonials. Like you want to have um, amazing client success where you're not, you're instead of client replacing and client chasing, we're client renewing instead. So you're renewing clients, right? And ascending, versus replacing and chasing and this is this all comes down to like your messaging your qualification process and then the way you structure your program a thousand percent period end of conversation um it's all it all depends on that but you want to look at where you can simplify and you can just make it easier for your clients to come in and get results um you you wanted to be doing like quarterly we do a quarterly survey and we collect that data from our clients, and then we make imp- improvements based on that that are going to help our clients just get better, faster, more consistent results. Um, we also have a thirty day onboarding. It's um, it's an onboarding process where our clients come in, and before we put them in our main curriculum, they go through thirty day boot camp. And this boot camp is designed specifically and proven uh, ten times over for the last eight years to generate thousands upon thousands of dollars for our clients. And what we have them do is go through that process and if they can consistently execute what we give them over there for 30 days uh, and get results and earn their entire investment back and some before they even get in my main curriculum, we're, we're doing well, we're doing good, right? So we um, that's, what, that's part of what we do because if clients come into your space and they have to sit around for months and months and months and months and months before any progress or results happen, chances are they're going to kind of duck out, get, get distracted, and go find someone else. So we like to give our clients a quick win, but we like to do this in a way that is, hey, you're also learning resilience. You're also learning patience. You're also learning consistency. You're building up that muscle. You're getting uh, results at the same time and you're learning a strategy that you can now implement for the rest of your life, right? Like it, it can never be taken away from you. So kudos to you. So there's a whole slew of things. It also keeps them really focused, right? They're not getting all distracted with everything that's going on in the curriculum and the membership site and like bouncing around. It's, it's a laser bootcamp focused 30 days. Um, if clients can't even make it through a third, doing like one or two things a day for 30 days, they'll never survive a business and they'll never have success in our programs or probably any. And so that that also gives us a really good sign if we've let any you know of the wrong people slip through the cracks and, and get into our program, we can get them out quickly before entering them in. So that is that part, okay? Um, so you wanna be looking at that versus replacing clients all the time. How can you start retaining those clients? And it's gonna come down to their success, but also the experience that they have within your community and their time with you. Number two is turning the dial up on community conversations. So I'm a type of person, I zig when everybody zags, okay? Uh, I'm not a follower, I'm a leader. So I don't follow anybody. I honestly don't care what anybody's doing. Um, I don't even really pay attention because I couldn't care less. I am very, very focused. My eye is on the prize, it always has been. I follow my own process, I know it works. I'm a sales expert. Millionaires, multimillionaires hire me to run their sales campaigns and train their sales teams. I know what I'm doing. And so I don't really care what other people are doing. I don't pay attention. I got blindfolders on, earplugs in. And what I think is a timeless, timeless strategy that will trump every strategy that ever exists in this whole world is building conversations and relationships with your community members, period. End of conversation. I will argue this with anyone. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you are not having conversations and if you think that you can survive a multi-million dollar business for years and years and years and years and and never ever have conversations and build relationships, um, you have this so blurred, it's ridiculous, right? Like I always tell people, I am not impressed by how much money you make. I honestly don't care. Um, A lot of of shitty people can make a lot of money. I don't care how much money you make. What I want to see... And what I care about are the relationships that you're building and the client success and experience that's happening uh, repeatedly behind the scenes. That's what I care about. If you can, if you can conquer that, you're, you're awesome. You're doing good. If all you're doing is making money, that does not impress me. I really don't care. Uh, My 15 year old daughter can make a lot of money on the internet. That does not impress me. Right? So I think that part of what's goes on, what's going on in the industry right now is nobody's doing that right? Everyone is automated. Everyone is low ticket self study courses. Everyone is funneling everybody into a fucking funnel, like a number, like a, you know, like a conveyor belt. Um, everybody is, um, you know, just hands off as much as possible. And although I love certain elements of automation, I didn't start my business to not work. I, the, the one thing I love about my business so much are the people, that's the fucking point, that's the fucking point, that's what I love about the work I do, the fucking people, right, like, I've made money, lots and lots and lots of money over the years, and I can tell you right now, when I lay my head down, that's not what excites me and fulfills me, it's the conversations, it's the people, it's the relationships, it's the amazing humans and talent, it's like insane, it's so good, and one thing I've done, in the last two decades of being in business while everyone else is zigging around all over the freaking place, switching up their, their platforms and changing their strategy because technology changed or changing their funnels because algorithm doesn't work anymore. And they're switching this up and, you know, they're having to, to create a whole new business plan and model because their Facebook account got shut down and they put all their eggs in Facebook and like all this shit, right? I've always stuck to real-life human-to-human conversations. I've always just built relationships. I have people who have been following me for fucking 10 years. I have people who have invested every freaking thing I've ever created. Like, they're just there, you know? Um, I have brand fans. I have amazing humans who literally will reach out to me and be like, did I miss your podcast? Because I didn't see it come out yet. Did I miss your weekly live show? It's in my calendar, but I don't see you live yet. Like they are dedicated, right? And these are people due to my consistency and relationship building that will follow me regardless of what platform I'm on. Um, they're on my text messaging campaigns. They're on my emails. I have their address. I know their kids' names. Um, I know what projects they're working on right now. I know what things they need. I know exactly how to create content for them. I know how to talk to them. Um, when everybody shuts their Facebooks down, they don't care because they're in mine. Um, you know, they get, they get personal mailers from me and things like that. Like We go above and beyond to turn the dial up on community conversations and relationship building, especially when the rest of the world is not, because that's what makes us stand out. And honestly, when you're creating strategies that are so dependent on a specific platform or a specific piece of technology it's dangerous because you don't own those things and they change daily, daily. Those things change constantly. And you've got to constantly change and adjust and pivot to keep up, to keep things working, right? Um, I have a couple of millionaire clients who stopped running Facebook ads um, when they got so expensive. They're like, oh my gosh, we can't do this. And I'm like, well, just lean into your organic. And they're like, what organic? We have never done organic. We've always done paid advertising. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Well, guess what you're adding? You're gonna hire some social sellers and you're gonna do some organic because that wasn't very smart, was it? And it took a months to ramp that up, okay? So it's a good thing that they had a nice little nest egg because it took a months to build that up and, and not have a huge income dip. Now they run both, right? More so organic, but they run both. And so you have to understand, every strategy is scalable, okay? You can train people to to implement any strategy that you can master. Any strategy that you can get work in, you can give it away. So it's all scalable. Don't let anybody tell you, organic isn't scalable. That's someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. They don't know how to do it. That's why they say that. Those people have only run paid advertising. They've never done organic. That's why they don't know that. Um, But you can hire humans, okay? to do these things for you. What I want you to do is turn the dial up. We are doing, when I say we, it's not me. Uh, My team is doing 200 direct messages a day. Uh, We're closing sales daily. We're filling high-end programs. We're booking ourselves three to four um, strategic partnership engagements every month. Um, Our engagement is through the roof. Um, we are learning so much about our audience and we're building trust and relationships. We are getting thousands of people on a text messaging campaign. Uh, there's beautiful things happening. Okay. And my team spends about four hours a day, uh, in DMs. Okay. Um, some of it is automated, but 90% of it is by them. However, if you look at it from my stance, 100% of it is delegated out, automated, because it's not me doing it, right? Um... So I just want you to understand that with a recession coming up, what you're doing right now and what you've done to this point is not going to happen and work in a recession. It's just not. Um, People are going to need conversations. People want community. They want culture. They want to be a part of a space that's going to inspire them and, um, you know, motivate them and empower them and make them feel like they can do this and like, they're going to be okay. And there's other people like them and we're going through this together. And like, we need leaders and a huge part of showing that you're a leader, um, is going to be doing what the rest of the world is not doing in a time that they should be doing it. Um, so that's the second thing that we are doing, which we've always done anyway. Um, we've always put all of our focus towards that. Um, and we hire humans, give, we give humans jobs uh, so they can feed their families. And at the same time, they're getting this stuff done for us. So it's a win-win-win full circle all the way around. Um, so that's number two. The third thing that we are doing um, is we are making sure that we are having strategic partnerships. And we've always done this. I built my first VA agency. Um, literally as a $6 an hour freelancer living on welfare with, as a single mom, I built a multiple six figure VA agency. I had the top coaches as clients, like top million dollar coaches today. Um, well, they're even more than that now. Back then they were million dollar coaches. They would lead in the space. They were my clients. Um, I had 20 team members, two full-time, uh, project managers, and I had about 15 to 18, Uh, virtual assistants uh, on any given day. It was a huge, very successful company. Uh, And although I made a lot of money, I was extremely unfulfilled. Um, And I moved into coaching. But when I was running that company, no one knew me from Adam. Um, I was a single mom living on welfare, living in government assistance. I was collecting $363 a month in food stamps. I didn't even know what the heck I was doing. I thought a coach was, you know, a sport coach. I literally knew nothing about business. I had no education. And I had a very, um, you know, uh, poverty family, um, very low-income family, so didn't have any support there either. And I, I'm self-made. I literally have learned everything I've learned from my own resources and just being super resourceful and resilient as fuck and getting the shit done and just imperfectly doing everything. And I built my way here. I, I, nothing was handed to me. And part of how I grew that first business was strategic partnerships. I was very smart from the beginning with like, I'm not going to try to do this by myself. Like these people look like they got it down and know what they're doing. I'm just going to go like, get connected with them. And I just imperfectly, but very strategically, I just kind of inserted myself in front of these people that I knew had, had an audience and had reach and had authority and like knew what they were doing and they were successful and accomplished. And I knew Shit! If I could just get in front of them and be validated by them, I I bet I could get somewhere. And sure enough, sure shit, like they were sending me so many clients, we 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 had to have a wait list, so we just couldn't take it all on. There was no way I could operate a business that big, um, at that time. So, you know, getting on, I mean, I mean, Matt, I've been featured in magazines, on podcasts, like, um, you know, I I write for Forbes and different things like that. Like, there's lots of, um, you want to be aiming for strategic partnerships. You're not, you're not gonna get to a million dollars on your own without surrounding yourself with people, um, you know, other people and leveraging other people's audiences just unheard of. Um, so strategic partnerships is huge, right? You put yourself in front of people that are leaders and that have your audience, um, preferably not competitors, more so complimentary would be great, but you want to be getting, I have my clients aim in for three to four um, like interviews or partnerships per month. Rather, it's getting interviewed on a podcast, interviewing someone on your podcast. Maybe it's a Facebook group swap. Maybe it's a magazine feature. Don't care. But three to four of them per month is a really good focus to try to have. Um, Where you're showing up and you're giving value and you're being featured and you're positioning your authority and your expertise and you're building brand awareness, especially if you're newer and you don't have any brand awareness right now, like, if you're not mentioned by other people to other people, this is a great place to start and start to build that up. And um, I think that's probably one of the, besides conversations, that if, if I could only do two things for the rest of my life that would get us to multiple millions on, on repeat in a recession, out of a, a recession at all times, 100% guaranteed, the two things would be conversations and strategic partnerships, Okay. Um, The fourth thing we're doing is a two-tier offer model. So we are focusing um, on our high-level 12-month multi-year hybrid coaching program. Um, That's what we have our clients doing. And that's where we build recurring revenue. If you don't, the reason that 98%, that's a huge number. It's very, very depressing. The reason that 98% of entrepreneurs never, never last, like they end up failing in their one to three years of business, two reasons. They don't have recurring revenue and they don't have consistent cash flow. Flat out, just is what it is. Ask any multimillionaire, Um, those are the reasons. And the the thing with this is that having a longer term, high level, like mastermind or group program or agency style, if you're done for you, uh, allows for that recurring revenue, which allows you to make long-term decisions. I'll say that again. It allows you to make long-term decisions, meaning hiring team, um, scaling things up, taking vacation, personal things, business things. The recurring revenue where you're not replacing and chasing money on a month-to-month basis, it's critical for the longevity of your business. It's very difficult for you today to stand here today and make a decision that is gonna take place in six, seven, or 12 months from now if you don't even know how you're making sales tomorrow. Kind of a little bit doesn't make sense, right? That's the recurring revenue. The cash flow comes from you know um, your shorter term, lower ticket offers um or just kind of like your your promo cycle type offers right so we have our clients doing their 12 month programs or offers which are their high ticket and their 12 months recurring revenue people sign a contract and they're in for 12 months um and those are renewable programs and so um we have our clients doing that but then because a recession is coming up and because not everybody in your market even out of a recession can or always will come into that high level, you want to have something that is a lower ticket, lower commitment, hands-off offer that you can literally do like every couple months, a promo cycle and sell it out, generate an influx of cash on top of the recurring revenue that is coming in to your business with your conversion events, your quarterly conversion events. So. We have different uh, conversion event things. We have, um, you know, our signature profit launch conversion event for the one to many programs, and then we have promo cycles for these other type of offers. Um, and we teach—that's what we teach our clients. And you're running these in cycles all year long. So we're going back and forth between these, dependent on the goals of each of my clients and what you know what's going on in the world. I think it's important to have this because. Um, you know, again, people are not mentally well right now. And if you don't understand that, you need to go educate yourself. People are not mentally well right now. And that's about to get worse with the upcoming recession. And so if you're not doing these things already, today's the day to start because you don't wanna wait until things are complete in in the height of a recession to be like, oh shit, I'm waking up and getting my head out of the sand. I should probably do something. You need to start doing that now. Um, And so you just want to start to think about, um, you know, start getting those conversations with your people and figure out what do they really want and need most right now and how can I pivot my messaging and my offers and prices to support that and then map out your launch cycles and your promo cycles, get those things locked in. If you have a team, get them on board, get them educated and ready to go so that you know how you're doing this. Right, like how you're making the the cash flow and the recurring revenue that you need to for the next six to twelve months, possibly a little longer, depending on how long the recession goes. And then we have recovery time. So again, you just gotta factor this stuff in. And I think it's smart to have something where because people are not mentally well, it's it's gonna be easier for some of those people to say yes to something that is a low cost. In a low time commitment, okay? So you need to keep that in mind. Also, with that being said, there's just as many people that are rich as poor, and there's just as many people investing as hoarding. And so either way, you just need to pick your place and then stick to it. Um, If you wanna focus on the people that are spiraling and falling out of the bottom and just don't have any money and you're trying to build a business on people selling something to people that don't have money, that's your choice. Uh, you can also sell to people that do have money and are investing, and that might be higher ticket, and it might also just be something lower ticket for now. I would design that lower ticket offer to get them a quick win and results so that they can be mentally, emotionally, and financially at a place to come into your, your bigger offer. And then the fifth and final thing, I wouldn't say final, but what I'm sharing here today, um, the fifth thing is increasing our profit driven investments and decreasing our expenses. So um, we are definitely, um, again, zigging while everyone is zagging. Most of the world is going to um, fire their team, or most of it. They're gonna shut their business down. They're gonna go rogue. They're gonna start doing like, oh my God, everything's passive and automated and they're gonna drop all their prices and lower it down to almost nothing. And there's gonna be a lot of scarcity and craziness going on. Uh, What we're doing, is we are going to hire this year some more people. Um, We're going to invest in more mentorship and I'm already invested in mentorship and I'm already invested in delegation and team. We'll be doing more of that this year because that's how we give back and that's how money makes the world go around. We keep things in motion. So things in motion stay in motion and we want to continue to Uh, deploy activities to people, um, provide jobs for people and money for them to feed their families and reach their goals. And we also wanna continue to be mentored throughout this process. A lot of people are gonna back out of their contracts. They're gonna quit their coaching, shut their business down, fire the team, lower all their prices. And those will be the people that fall out the bottom. You'll see those people fall right out of the bottom quick. And the people that will be left standing when this recession is over, because it will be, and we get back to some normalcy, um, those people will be standing fucking strong, right? So we are not stopping. We are going to increase those things. But then on the flip side of the coin, because there's two sides to every coin, we're we're also decreasing um, expenses. Um, We're decreasing our basic actual expenses that we need to have, right? Like, You have to have heat and power and internet to power up your business, and you need a roof over your head, and you need food. We are decreasing those. We're not eliminating them. We're just going to decrease them. And then we're eliminating uh, non-valuable expenses, things that are not necessities. We don't have to have these, Um, you know, like eating out and, you know, um, buying expensive, you know, items just for status quo um, or to please other people, like Gary Vee says, right? Um, you know, we are decreasing, you know, just non, like silly expenses that are like luxury, but they are not required for our personal life. They're not required for our family. They're not required to give back. They're not required for business. Um, we are putting those on a back burner during this time. And then with our expenses that we do need to have, we're just decreasing those. And so basically we spent a couple of weeks and we contacted, All of our expenses, you know, our our oil, our mortgage, um, our lights, our power, our internet, all of that, Um, based in our cell phones, we basically contacted every bill that we have and we said, look, this price is just going to be unacceptable for me. And, um, you know, we're going to, is there a way that we can get this down? Um, Otherwise, we're going to need to go consider moving and moving with a different company. And so we did give everybody a chance and an opportunity to work with us on that. Um, and the funny thing is, is just about everybody pretty much um, more than half dropped more than half of our monthly payments um, on some of those. OK, so some of those were really great offers. Um, our Internet, for example, is like literally it's only one hundred and sixteen dollars a month, but we got it down to forty dollars a month. Um, that's insane. And um, Little things like that. Okay, so what I want you to be thinking about uh, is where can you decrease some of your expenses, and this shit's not going to happen for you. You need to pick up the phone and make some phone calls. Um, you need to go ab- be an advocate for yourself and go go get what you need. Same thing with I tell my clients when it comes to sales. Don't don't put something out and then sit back and twiddle your thumbs and wait for things to happen. If you want more sales, get off your ass and go get them. Right? Like there's billions of people on the internet. Go do the work right? Nobody's coming to you. You're not going to like, you know, hope is not a strategy to put a piece of content out, sit back and hope that someone sees it or hope that someone buys from it. It's not a strategy. If you want something, go get it, get off your butt and go get it. And that is literally like, I tell myself the same thing. If you really want that, then get off your ass and go do it. And so, you know, this is, this is, you know, you're going to have to do this work if you want this. And so, um, we made those tough calls, right? Not because we can't financially afford it, but because we don't have to be paying that much. In any way that we can save to put it towards something that's going to drive the business, we will do it. If we can save, you know, if we can go from $116 a month to $40 a month on just one of our bills, that money can then be turned toward feeding a family or two. Or that money each month could be put toward Um, You know, our investments in hiring new team members, like we're looking at what's going to drive our business and personal life forward and eating fast food and, um, you know, just pointless expenses and outrageous inflated bills is just ridiculous and it's it's unacceptable and you can change that. Um, So those are things that we are doing. So number one, put a hyper focus on your client success. Because in return, they will refer, they will renew, they will ascend, and they'll give you great reviews, all of which you need to have a sustainable business. Um, Your success does not, you know, that does not impress people. It's the success that your clients continue to receive that's going to impress them and the experience they have with you. Uh, Number two, you want to turn the dial up on having conversations with everyone in your database. Most people don't even know what I'm talking about when I say that, and that's a sad thing, but... You need to have community conversations, Um, get to know your people, build the relationships so they're following you everywhere. Um, Number three is start having three, aim to have three to four strategic partnerships on your calendar per month. If you have a team, they can do this for you, Um, but you need to be, you know, definitely leveraging other people's audiences and building brand awareness and authority during this time. It's also just a really great strategy. Uh, Number four is thinking about a two-tier offer model. So you have something for your recurring revenue And something for those quick influxes of sales and cash flow to fund the immediate needs like hiring team, paying your bills, things like that. And then you have your recurring revenue for your longer term decisions and your financial stability. Um, And then number five, increase in your profit driving investments, things like mentorship, team building, um, things like that. Uh, Increase in those during this time, not decreasing. Um, Definitely not deleting. Uh, and then decreasing your expenses, your monthly expenses, and eliminating um, unimportant expenses that you might have that you really definitely don't need to have that you could just pause right now. Any subscriptions, bills, um, you know, little things that you do, shopping or eating out or little things like that. You don't have to cut it out completely, but just like looking at decreasing that and eliminating some of that uh, and putting that money toward the profit driving investments. Um, in your business is what's going to drive the needle forward. So those are, uh, the five things we are doing to pivot, uh, to make sure that we have a recession-proof business. It's what we're teaching our clients right now and what they're working on. Um, I hope this was helpful for some of you. I really, really hope that whoever you're investing in, whoever your mentor is, whoever your coach is, whoever the leader is that you're inspired by and you're following and you look up to, I hope that weeks ago, they've already started having these conversations with you and also giving you some focuses, just like I did here today in a time that we have, um, where you kind of have a focus on the areas that you need to start now um, pivoting so that you're set up for success and not only to survive the upcoming recession, but to thrive in it. So I hope that that's happening. For those of you tuning in who want to know more about, you know, um, and possibly working with us. Um, And coming into our um, year-long high-level program, our coach and hybrid program, Profitable Entrepreneur. um, And, you know, it really is all about profits. It's not just about generating a quick win or some sales or a one-time little thing. Like, we are here to help you have a full-circle, long-term, sustainable, profitable business long after my program. And so if that is something that you're really leaning into right now and you're really trying to get yourself set up For good support, good community culture, um, success for yourself that you can also trickle down into your clients. Also, want to get your life back and have a life and have time and financial freedom at the same time. And the things that we talked about here today are areas in which you really want to improve and up level in your business in the next 12 months or so. Um, Definitely send me a private direct message on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm happy to um, Mm -hmm. share the details of that program and how to apply for that program. If you'd be a great fit to win in that program and have great success, Um, we're extremely picky about who we bring in there. So um, there are some attributes and characteristics that we look for um, and some mindset elements and and also certain things in your business, but um, it's worth a conversation. We also have, um, you know, other ways to work with us if that's not a fit. So Um, I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this got your wheels turning a little bit. I'd love to hear what things you're going to go implement right away and start improving and working on. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. I'll see you guys on the next episode.